This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It can be really hard to buy just the right gift for that guy in your life, or even for the right, for the girl in your life. But Harry's makes it super easy. We're talking about high-quality, amazing razor blades that you're getting for half the price of normal razor blades. That's right, and I uh, shave a lot of territory. You sure do. I'm looking at your shiny bald head all, right now. All the, well, it's not just there, Sarah. Let me tell you <laughs> oh, something. Oh, do go on, Vin. Uh, I have a gleaming, shiny, smooth taint right mm, now, all mm-hmm. the way from back there, around the front and up the chest. Boy, that is what I wanted to hear. Smooth, clean, <laughs> no cuts. You're going to love Harry's razors. They've got a gift set. This is uh, a custom and limited edition shaving set. It makes perfect gifts. The sets come ready to gift in beautifully designed gift boxes. They start at 10 bucks. This holiday, give Harry's and give handsome. Oh. Shipping cutoffs end this week, so act now to get your gifts delivered in time. Go to Harry's com slash secret show right now. That's harrys.com slash secret show. This is the Sarah and Vinny secret show on RadioAlice.com. Just a heads up, it's not for work, it's not for kids, but it is a good time. Available right here on RadioAlice.com. You only hear it on the secret show. You won't find it on your radio. Oh, maybe Show. Are we rolling? Yeah, well, we're rolling, but Roll we're waiting on. Hey, waiting Rudy, on. tell them about uh, the th- event I took you to. <laughs> the the uh, most interesting charity event that I've ever been to. Um, I, it was what was the, it for? It was uh, Holiday Heroes. Uh-huh. Uh, sounds like a great cause. You Is know, it for f- children or something? For children. Disenfranchised for sure, yeah. youth. Of course, of course. Disenfranchised youth. So <laughs> the way that they served the disenfranchised youth is uh, by not allowing them. No, don't c- say that. Come on, Rudy. <laughs> well, well, look. Was that your first time at AT&T Park? Did Alice take care of you? No, of course. That's not even right. a question. That's not even a question. But I do have to, I do wonder why the disenfranchised kids, uh, they didn't get a chance to go down onto the baseball We field. saw a lot of kids there. There were. There and were. They, they did not allow the children on. Uh-huh. The disenfranchised one. The disenfranchised ones. There was a lot of kids out on the floor, uh, on oh, the baseball field. Oh, the, the poor ones kids related the- to the people. That Can we believe all that? Believe all Yeah, the ones that were not disenfranchised. So you're telling me that these poor, poor children. You're going to get us banned from this event. (laughs) Had to stand there with their big eyes looking out onto, and all the other children, all the rich kids were frolicking. Running around. That's not true. Playing ball. It's not true. There was a, you know, there was like a a 30 year old Mexican guy running around the field like he owned it. That is absolutely true. That is absolutely true. And I am still disenfranchised, but yet I was able to be out there on the field I felt so I went back upstairs and I saw the kids from like Richmond like fighting over pizza slices <laughs> and like Aww. trying to get to the front of the Did you say hey guys I'm, I'm 30 now and I made it onto the field and I made and it- someday you might make it too <laughs> all you gotta do is quit college and do comedy for seven years 
listeners oh, and then somehow God. land this radio gig. You know, that's, that's all you got to do. <laughs> that's all you got to do. That's, that's all you got to do. <laughs> so, yeah, so I thought it was interesting, um, you know, for the disenfranchised kids that they were actually. How was it for you? It was awesome for me. <laughs> I, I had a disenfranchised 30 year old. I, I, had, I had moments of like, of like, oh man, look at these kids, poor kids. And then, then, and then they were like, hey, you can play football in center field. I was like, forget the kids. I was yeah. like, throw me a pass. Throw <laughs> me a pass. I'm going deep, woman. Fight over your pizza. <laughs> I'm going to go take advantage of my opportunities. I'm like eating, I'm like eating beef tartare. And I've never had that before in my life. But I felt, I was in one of these situations where, I was, where they were like offering me this fancy food, but I felt like I couldn't say no, even though I literally had no idea what I was putting into my mouth. Right. So I just took it and ate it and pretended like I had been there before. And did you like the steak tartare? The steak tartare was, um, it was pretty good. It was, it was if pretty good. If you like raw meat. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking after I ate it. I was like, I just ate The raw question meat. I always ask people when, when you talk about something like this is, would you order it? If you go to a, if you put your clothes on, you leave the house, you drive to some place, and they the the server walks up and says, "Let me tell you the specials tonight," and you've already got the menu in front of you, and you've been thinking about whatever thing, and, right. and they go, "Tonight's special is steak tartare." Do you jump? Me. No, right, not at all. Because mm-hmm. let me tell you something. I, I don't like. I, I'm one of these people. I'm a little bit weird when it comes to when it comes to beef. Okay, I like my I like my steak done well. I know oh. that that's not acceptable. I love that prices. too about you, Rudy. I'm telling you. Well, you, man. you can order a cheaper piece. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. You, you Once could. you cooked it all the way through, it could be Salisbury steak for all you know. <laughs> but but after I after I ate the steak tartare, I was thinking to myself, I was like, no, I would not. Uh, this right. is not something that I would deliberately go and and get and pay good money for it because I just I like my I like my steak cooked well. Right. You know, I, I think the thing too about the steak tartare is that at least it's super thin. It like is. the like I can eat that because I don't want raw anything raw. You don't like, like sushi either? No, I'll eat sushi. Okay, sushi you know, delicious. sushi's there's something I don't know why, but I can do that. But not scary sushi. Only like super <laughs> tame sushi, like little California tuna. rolls or something. Yeah, California rolls. You know, not doing any raw shrimp or raw clams or anything. But they uh, they shave it super super thin. And so it's like I can kind of choke it down, but I would never, I would never jump for that if it was a special. But I've seen plenty of people. Oh my God, the steaks are tall. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm like all right, how about it? But that's the tell right there is right. if you'd order it. Of course, yeah. And I wouldn't either. Mm-mm. I just, I just collapsed to the social pressure because there was about five or six people that looked like they're way beyond my tax bracket, and they were all standing in front of me <laughs> getting the steak tartare, and I was the last one at the end of the line, so I was like, I don't want to look. Did like Did they I don't give belong. you the the all? Uh, so, young man, you're underprivileged. How did you get here today? Yeah. They're like, are you one of the I made it out of the ghetto stories? That because we're you're not allowed to yeah. be on the field. Yeah. <laughs> no, they started giving me their empty cups and plates. They thought I was the help. Yeah. I was like, really? I was like, let me tell you something. If I had anything to do with the food, this steak would not be tartare. Yeah, this would be cooked. It'd be steak well These would be steakums. It'd be carne asada. We'd have nothing but carne asada with toothpicks in it. The little Mexican flags on the toothpicks. They had uh, mini Teslas for the kids to drive around. Oh, they did? Oh, they did? Yeah. That's cute. That was what, just the rich? Kids or the or the poverty stricken well, kids? They were all all the kids. Got really? Well, oh, all the kids. Really? They, the kids fighting over the pizza in the one room. <laughs> the the poverty stricken kids won't even ever know who Tesla the inventor was in their life, <laughs> let alone drive a Tesla. All right? They had these little kids driving Teslas. I'm like, talk about privilege. I'm like, these kids aren't even five yet, and they already have a state of the art car. I'm still driving a Silverado from 2004, <laughs> trying to figure out why my check engine light has been on. <laughs> 
<laughs> listening. That's how I diagnose my car. I just turn it on and then I listen very closely and try to figure it out that way. Yeah. But these kids got Does Teslas and they're four. No. <laughs> oh, no, it works. I had one of those cars. I'd be like, it sounds like it can make it. I'm doing it. <laughs> I just got to get the point It sounds like a death rattle. <laughs> no. I think yeah. I can make it in this thing. We're going surfing, everybody. Jump <laughs> right. in. Just jump in, man. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was it was a sight oh. to behold. But Holiday Heroes, great event. I had a I had a ball. Me and Hooman, we had a blast. I met sure. a lot of cool people. Listen, it was the just, poor kids got pizza. How I mean, was Franti? Yes. Oh, he was awesome. He was the best. He one. was honestly he was the best performance of the night. He had you know what you know what he had. He had that 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 ability that a lot of great artists have to get people to pay attention. They had other performers. They even had the cast of Aladdin <laughs> out there singing, but they weren't able to pull people in. But but uh, his name is Mike Franti, right? Michael Franti. Michael Franti. He was incredible. He had the people literally. Everybody stopped in their tracks. He pulled them all in. He had kids dancing on stage. He was the the, the star of the night. You know, when it this comes to performances. is this is the thing that Hooman put on his. His uh, story, the stories. Other yeah. right. the, the stadium was empty. Why didn't they sell tickets to that thing? They did. Well, but see, most of the people, most here's what you didn't see. Most of the people, the that, tickets are pricey. Yeah, the tickets, the the pricey, <laughs> the non. Got to keep the riffraff out. Man. <laughs> yes, Those just let a few of the riffraff kids in, put them in a room, and then everybody else. Well, Sarah, you're not even that far Tesla. off. They were those kids no, weren't allowed down on I the field. No, they were eventually. Don't say that, really? bro. When? Come on. They had their little greasy. I love on this the event, but the but the I don't agree with anything Rudy's saying. like no nobody was there. Well, it was. It was just for kids, really, and parents. And Rich so, kids. but I, it was, it's not a cheap event. I mean, like, you know, it's, it's a little bit. They, how much was a ticket? Well, for the VIP? Yeah. Or to, or to sit in the stands. I mean, the stands were empty. I'm it was just, a there wasn't a game. There was just, you got to run around and do arts and crafts and stuff like that. Yeah, and I, run around I, I, I the field. I don't think they were trying to sell out the stadium. They only needed of 10 of these Richie Riches to each buy a $2 million ticket. That's, oh. it. That's all it takes. No, no what, what I saw, I'm just going by what I saw in his thing, but I saw the genie from Aladdin singing. Right. Yeah. And and there was no one. Yeah. No. No. There. I think a few people There was a lot around. of, Barry Bonds was there. Michael Franti Barry was there. Barry Bonds was there. Which yeah. I thought was really cool. Well, they keep it expensive. It keeps it exclusive, and we keep the the poor people. Down. Rudy, right. Rudy you know, Antonio Ortiz was down. there. Like the disenfranchised yeah. kids, I felt bad for their parents because, like, their parents. I'm sure most of them had to get a second or third job just to take their kids to this event. Well, they're out in the parking lot waiting. You know, tailgating. They're out yeah. there tailgating. No, no Let's steak tartare right now. No steak tartare out there. <laughs> well, you can. Bet by the review you just gave that next year when you show up, the tartar will not be available to you. <laughs> not me. I'm gonna he's be saying there. he's gonna be fighting for pizza. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna be out there trying to get a hot link with the other kids from Richmond. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure that's I'm gonna be with I them. I prefer a hot link to a tartar, <laughs> frankly. Give me a hot link. Mm, give me a hot nice link any day. Greasy one. Mm. Oh, oh making Bite me hungry. Bite it. The grease just. Mm. Oh God. Man. Sarah. Vinny, not not a not a hot link fan. I. He's not really a food fan. Yeah, you can't really, really get yeah. him excited about food. I don't what's, know. What's your go-to food? Like, do you have a comfort food? Oh, well, macaroni would be my comfort food. There we go. So, but if if I'm going to go to, like, if I was going to make something tonight, it would be brown rice, beans, and avocado. You put a sprinkle wow. a little cheese on there? Yeah. And then some hot sauce. No meat, Rudy. Like what real, do you think about that? It's like a real third world dinner you got going on. Right? <laughs> it fills your belly and it's it has like protein in it. He doesn't want. He doesn't care. Like I mean, I you know I'll hold out. And, and you don't care. 
He doesn't. I mean, I actually well, look, I sort I, of envy it. I, I wish I didn't care. I I'll eat, eat anything. <laughs> I eat a lot more than I want to. Trust me. I've, I've got more weight on me than I would, would like to have. But, you know, that's family stuff. You that's find true. yourself eating because you're... Regular meals. Right. You know, Good. here we are. <laughs> Like, when the holidays come around, that's that's all the stress that I get from my family that I've been avoiding all year long. I finally get it in November and in December, so I just pig out. I'll be just watch my cheeks; they'll they'll be growing. Little look at by mine little. already. Yeah. I put on five pounds since Thanksgiving. I look I like know, I, 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 by, by the end of January, I'll noticed? look like a fat. No, I mean, I'm talking about me. The same thing about yeah, me. It's, it's, it's just ridiculous. you can't even try. I give up during the holidays. It's like forget it. Who cares? It'll be my New Year's yesterday, resolution. Yesterday, this is just yesterday. All Here's right. just a just this is. I pour some milk and I walk over to the cookie jar and stand by it. This is like what how I used to This is how I used to get drinks and bars. I'd walk up to the bar and I'd go, "Give me three shots and a beer." Yeah. And I'd hammer the three shots and walk back to the people I was with with the beer. Right. Like, As though this is all I'm having. Right. Just a beer. I'm cool. I'm cool. Yeah. I'm cool. It's good. So there I am standing by the cookie jar. I don't even want to want to show people I'm walking away with four cookies. I right. just I just, just I have one, one cookie in one. my hand. Put like three in your pocket and just carry one. <laughs> oh, in they your get hand. all crumbly. Yeah, you can't no, really put I a just... cookie. I've tried to put a p- cookie in the pocket. It just doesn't work. So you got to at least wrap it in a napkin. And now you've got apparatus, and people are like, "What? Right. What are you doing like, are here?" Are you stealing cookies, Vinny? Right. Is Vinny stealing cookies? Yeah. Well. All right. Listen. Let's let's get to some of this stuff. Uh, first of all, hi. Welcome to the Secret Show. Welcome. Uh, oh, are we starting? Yeah. Our okay. special. Oh, yeah. Cut all not, that out. Cut all that. Have we not started? Oh yeah. I know. Human was that all cut out? So Sarah, Vinny, and our special guest Rudy, our friend Rudy. Here Thank in you. Studio D. In Rudy, studio- what's your middle name? Uh, Espinoza. Uh, Espinoza. Uh, Rudy Espinoza Ortiz. Yeah, I don't have like a traditional middle name. It's just yeah, Espinoza's like a last name. name. Oh, that's, oh, it. that's oh. what it was. I they, was going to say, that's not a middle name. No, that's they, a last name. They never gave me a, an actual middle name. It was just like my mom's maiden name and then my dad's name. And that's, oh, that's right. so nice. You it's, carry it's, her it's name more, forward. A little more compact. Usually Mexicans like literally have like six, uh, six right. or seven names. That's true. Because you have to honor Were you not the first child? I was the first child. Amazing that they they dropped the ball on the name. You should they, have been, you know, Rudy. Are you Rudy, I Rodolfo? Like, I, I'm Rodolfo Espinoza Ortiz. Yeah, you should have been Rodolfo. The third? Like Rodolfo, Miguel, Felix, Arturo. Miguel. Yeah, every single Ignacio. name you could possibly, possibly think of. Poco right. Loco Ortiz. Sure. I should, right. have, I should have been that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and then uh, Yuzi and Br- and Bryn is not here. Yuzi Bryn. and Bryn are here. I am up here, guys. <laughs> is that how Bryn sounds? Yeah. <laughs> what? Wow. Go on, Bryn. Wow. Sorry I haven't been around helping you guys out during this dumb time. <laughs> kind of selfish, but hey, that's the kind of guy I am. <laughs> okay, Bryn? Jeez, Bryn. You got something in your throat, Bryn? Mm, yeah. It's yeah, human's dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll Leave it in. Cut that out. Cut that out. I don't like something like that. And we have Vaughn here as well. Yeah, I was going to say, say something, in Vaughn. Studio C, we've got Vaughn. I think he has, might have to. Vaughn, say something. There he is. Oh, why can't I hear you? Vaughn, you're on. Is he talking and we just can't All right, don't worry about it, Vaughn. I don't know how to. Is it this one? Try now. No. We know you're there, Vaughn. Is that better? Yeah. 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 There we go. What just happened? Oh, his mic. All right, I just turned something on. Hold on. Now talk. Okay, that That's was it. All right. We felt your presence. I was like, I don't want to just turn random things on. I'm not usually in control of this Just touching buttons. Yeah. 
so I was telling Rudy in the other room, uh, you know, we so we're sort of done with Bryn's the Bryn impression. Oh, I'd love to go back to the Bryn impression. <laughs> I know he was. Oh, he wasn't the one born in the dirt in Florida. No, That's old dirty. That dong. was Dong. I was gonna say I know he was born in Florida, but he's a city guy, and he but he sounds like a hillbilly. Oh, yeah. dumb, dumb, dong. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I gotta get back to the baby and wife because I'm a big buzzer. <laughs> Brand, don't say that about yourself. Yeah, Brand. <laughs> All right, we Wait, are done no, now. No, okay. There we go. Uh, hey, so people are excited because we are not censored anymore, as you might have noticed from the dick joke that got to stay. Absolutely in the house. true. That was a good one. Uh, our email addresses are Sarah with an H or Vinny with an IE at RadioAlice.com. That's two separate, not Sarah or Vinny as one word. Mm-hmm. Um, this one's from Sam. Uh, hey, guys, listener since 2013 here. I just finished listening to the first podcast with no bleeps, and my mind is blown. I can't even explain how crazy it is to hear those words unbleeped after listening for five years with them. I feel like a schoolgirl listening to it on headphones at work. Basically, what I'm saying is it's so fucking awesome, and I'm sure I'm not the only listener who feels that way. (laughs) Thanks for being the best morning show ever, Sam. Uh, This one... Oh, this is, I don't even really remember. Sarah, your impersonation of that chick, Mary, running to the bathroom in the bad advice yesterday was so fucking funny. I laughed out loud on yep. Bart and made a scene. That was funny. I, and I, so I said to you, that I'm like, I don't even remember. Well, because we were caught up I with said. the guy who put his hand on her back, but mm-hmm. the real giveaway was Mary, who ran for the bathroom and never came back. Did I do this alone? And God, you, I gotta yeah. okay. <laughs> head to the bathroom. Right. Is she gone yet? Right, that that was it. It sounds like you have a piece, like a little steak tartare on a cracker. No, <laughs> sounds like you're that lady. Uh, love you guys. Viva la swear words. There we go. Okay, you got Here's one. Here's our first bad advice. Ooh, okay, it's gonna be depressing. Everyone, prepare no, no. yourselves. This is a good one. Well, this it's kind of a bummer for her, uh, but the, it's the second one, which I'm hoping we don't have time for because it is so heavy. Oh wow, I kind of want to get into that. Sure about that. Yeah, let's do these two. Go. Let's rock it. Roll it. I need some bad advice. How to get my husband to get down on me. Oh, wow. What? Background. Been with my husband about nine years now, and he's only gone down on me two, maybe three times. I've asked him about it, and his first response was, I don't like the hair. So I shaved, waxed, and lasered. Still no improvement. Then his response was, my mouth gets tired. I don't think this is a good excuse because my mouth gets tired on him and I still do it almost every time we have sex and even when we don't. Yeah. I personally think he's just feeling discouraged because I've never arrived for mouth kisses no matter who it was. But when I have sex, I instantly arrive. Listen to this. This lady. When I, uh, when I have sex, I arrive instantly and multiple times each time. I agree with Sarah's eight minutes is plenty. I have had to end sex sessions before he's finished because I've arrived so many times I can't keep going. Wow. Good for her. It's a dream girl. What do you need him to go to town on? Go down on you. We far. like to mix it up, Sarah. You want the different feelings. I, I, a, a mouth job feels different than a woman area feels. She's the got same nothing way. To bitch about. Yeah, she's got nothing it's to bitch about. Sarah's yeah. right. It's a yeah, different right. sensation and it's excellent. Now I'm not a woman. I, I don't I don't know what it's like to have a, a, a you know, I don't know what it's like to have a vagina and have a man go down on my vagina. I don't mm. know what that's like, but I agree with any though. As a as a dude, there is a different sensation. All right, when so woman what should she Hold do? Hold on. I'd like to disagree right. with Rudy Espinoza Ortiz <laughs> and just say uh Hey, Rudy, if you're having seven orgasms in eight minutes, I think you're Don't satisfied. Don't be so selfish. Yeah, bro. Come okay, on. flip yep. the table. What if, okay, what if 
she doesn't want him to go down, and he wants to. He's like, I love eating pussy. Mm-hmm. We can't leave that uh, in, can we? I think Boy, we can. We oh, really? I, like I, I really do F-bomb. feel like we can. I mean, right. all right. Well, we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't mean to be pushing the envelope right there, but <laughs> yeah. I was. I mean, so, so what? What if he loves it and she doesn't? She's like, eh. I mean, you're partners. You mm. are each other's sex life. Yeah. You're supposed to be willing to do, and it's not like it's painful, right? So Painful for his TMJ. It's not. He, that, that TMJ, I've heard that excuse before. <laughs> that's, a better, that's a better excuse for a girl, frankly. No, it's not. Yes, good it enough. is. I've it's heard that excuse. excuse. Yeah, it hurts my job. Well, it hurts my job. It. What I got to well, do that I mean, for? Look, I'm clicking and actually, clacking over here. You, guys, you actually have to use your jaw, I think, a lot more than yeah. we have to. We have to Ours do, is like, actually work. My, my, my strength isn't like I have to oh, work yeah. my tongue muscles. Like That's what I have to do. I, I do like tongue calisthenics you before, before <laughs> I ever go As well you should. Uh, 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 yeah, like, there you go. And lip Yeah, I do twenty push-ups, twenty sit-ups, and then twenty tongue tongue calisthenics, and then I'm ready for the day. You know? So there's a different. Got to do your Gina, lo- Gina, Lola, Vegeta. Ah, you got to really stretch out. There you go. Vinny knows what's up. Got to get that tongue way past the teeth as far mm. as possible. What's this chick's name? Mm, she doesn't. Say. All right, listen, lady. I'm just gonna tell you, you're fine. Don't push the envelope. I know I disagree with at least half of the audience or a studio, but your life is good. You've got an amazing... Yeah, you have no problem arriving, so why would you... are ignoring what she's asking. She's asking she wants... All right, I got... What should she do? What should she do? I have some tips for Here's what she should do. Don't say barbecue sauce. That's not right. This is what I think. (laughs) When you want something to eat, someone to eat something, you should make sure they're hungry. Oh, she's going to say barbecue sauce. And I was thinking, figure out his favorites, like put some Cheez-Its in there. No! No! Peppermint like, candies, no. whatever his favorite is. Put his favorite Nothing food crunchy. down. Nothing hide crunchy. Nothing crunchy. Hide it in the folds. Yeah. Put oh, it in yeah. there. Pick you know what? Maybe like, pop a strawberry out of him. Sure. You know, <laughs> he won't even notice. How about how about like a lifesaver? Yeah, like, put a life flavored lifesaver. Crunchy is dangerous. But what, what if he likes mm. hot sauce? You're not gonna put no Louisiana hot sauce on no. there. Well, right? like, you know, no. There are limits. <laughs> so there is there is a good message in this writing, which is. If you're with someone and they're not doing certain things that you want and that you really think you'll miss if you commit a lifetime to this person, you may want to rethink that lifetime commitment because it should be discussed before you marry why you're not giving me head. I got an idea. All right, listen. All right, what's your idea? Next ice cream? Time, I was thinking ice cream. Next oh, time, forget putting Dairy? stuff. Dairy? Don't put anything in pudding? there. It's a bad idea. It's bad I'm advice. Putting stuff. Um, next time you're giving him a little waga waga, uh, force a sixty-nine. Yeah, there you go. And Swing just, your ass up and over make it and... so he can't lift you up. Right. And just right. force just yourself slap down on him. Just, just yeah, smother just him. Be like the alien, that thing that jumps on the alien, you know, the alien face. Yeah. <laughs> be like that thing. For Suck once right on. In your life, I think you got it right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the move. You press your woman area right down onto his face. Yeah. That's how don't you let do him it. breathe. <laughs> Suffocate him with that. Don't be delicate about it. Yeah. Just boom. Just just straddle his his uh, his chin. Just, just go immediately. To just, you know what? His face. Just 
Grind your fucking clit right on his face. <laughs> oh my and God. God. Like, Sarah, what? Sarah. Leap that vault. That's going to get bleeped. It's you know it is. Take it easy. I think, I think we need to take it easy All with right. the words. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's Sarah. take it easy. God, be a little more creative. Yeah, Sarah. We had a discussion about this. Yo. Feel free to depress the F out of us now. You know, second show, and they're going to take it off. No, they're they like, won't. You know they're not going to listen to this. They're please, like, when you drop no. the F and the C word, we just we couldn't go any further. I don't think we've dropped the C word <laughs> He'll yet. end up liking it. I like when a lady pushes her womanary into my face. Definitely. I like it. And honestly, honestly though, you 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 are right about one one thing, Vinny. Like in this situation, the fact is that they are each other's partners, and it's not so much about you say, okay, she's you know she's she's uh, getting off, good for her, be happy with what you got. But it's not about that. It's about her looking at her husband and saying, why won't you do this one thing for me? Because let me tell you something. If my wife gave me head like two or three times and then she stopped giving it to me, that's grounds for divorce. That, I, I mean, I, ding I, ding! That, I'm, I'm with you like, a thousand percent. What the hell is going on? Like, why? It's not even so much that I know. I, I know we still have sex, and I know I'm still, you know, getting my my pleasure. But it's about why are you taking something so pleasurable away from me? Yeah. Why, why is that off the table? It needs to be on the, the menu. Table? Look, you could just take that to. Well, you jerk off and got finished, so you're good. Well, no, no. that's not a. This isn't a marriage. That's yes. not a sharing of intimacy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I didn't want to reveal this, but oh, her, that woman's uh, boyfriend slash husband just emailed me. And he Whoa. said, oh, boy, I don't want to get throat cancer. <laughs> so oh, that's why what I if quit someone's doing pulling it. that out? Yeah. You quit doing it. You I, I, liar, well, I used to love it. Of, yeah. He's like, I don't liar. want to get throat cancer as he smokes a cigarette and like right. doesn't and doesn't give her head. He's like, ah, not for me. It's yeah, not for me. I just don't want the throat Swallowing, cancer. chewing tobacco at the same time. Yeah. If anything, it'll clear your sinuses, sir. Some dudes right? just don't <laughs> like it. Though, I was just gonna know? say, yeah, maybe he just doesn't like it. And you can't dudes... force him to do something he doesn't even like doing. I don't understand how you don't like it though. Well, it's I mean, not for well, everybody. That's because you do like it. That's, but it isn't for everyone. I like all the stuff too. I like the asshole in right. the middle. Dude, if you're not looking at all of it, it. it's me. Right. I know. If you're not looking a little butt, crack, what do you mean it's you? It right. Yeah. Radio.com. Oh, I just pushed it too far. Yeah, you just got done lecturing me. <laughs> And now you're licking assholes. He, he completely second, agrees with me. I second, I second that that notion. You know, you gotta you gotta go all the mm. way down there. You gotta go to regions that don't taste Shake normal. Shake your face. Oh, great. <laughs> all right. If it, if it doesn't feel, if it doesn't say, feel like you're licking the end of a D-sized battery, <laughs> then you're not doing it right. If it doesn't shock you a little bit on your tongue, then something's <laughs> wrong. <laughs> You ever lick a battery when you were a kid? Oh, uh, yeah. There we go. Uh, nine uh, volt. Dude, we yeah. all have done nine that. Volt. Yeah. There we go. Nine volt. There we go. Batteries are the dead. Batteries, Put them in the freezer. All right, go to the next right. one. Well, we, Let's hear we, the depressing we one. We saved that relationship. Yep. Did we? Absolutely. All right. Here we go. Focus, everyone. No one do anything else. Just focus. Go ahead. Let's do it. I'm still on the last one, but I'll try. You'll be off it soon. Okay. I want to say I love all you guys. You guys are all wonderful. Don't say my name. This has been on my mind, and I'm hoping for some bad advice. I'm 35 years old. This happened to me when I was about 12 or 13 years old, 20-plus years ago. Mm. My grandfather passed away in China, and my mom and older sister went to China for the funeral. 
My sister, ten years. Uh, my sister's ten years older than me, so the mom and the older sister go. My dad had two jobs, so she's about twelve. So he's leaving her home while he works. Uh, uh, my dad had two jobs. He works both days and nights. One night he was working late. I was home alone, which is not an issue. I'm able to take care of myself. But the garage door started malfunctioning. It started like opening and closing by itself. I started freaking out. I couldn't call my dad. He worked as a at night as a janitor. And 20 years ago, not everyone had a cell phone. I called the only other adult I knew was around. I called my sister's boyfriend. He would have been about 23 at the time. They had already been dating for a few years, plans to get married. Uh, he looked at the garage. He came over, looked at the garage, turned it off so it wouldn't keep going up and down by itself. He stayed with me since I was kind of scared. We were watching TV in the living room. He started by rubbing my back. I can't remember if I was already laying down or he asked me to lay down. After about a half an hour rubbing my back, he started putting his hand down my pants and touched my butt. Mm. I got up. I told him I was going to the bathroom. And after I didn't come back out to the living room but went into my room, uh, about a half hour after that, he knocked on my room and told me he was heading out, which I said, fine, my dad will be home soon. I've never told anyone about this. He's never touched me inappropriately again, but I did avoid him after that. Ever since... Uh, the media has been talking about sexual harassment. This has constantly been on my mind. My sister is married to him. He is my brother-in-law. I want to talk to my husband about it, but I feel like this will change the way he acts toward my brother-in-law. Should I see a therapist? I never went to a therapist before. I'm not sh- quite sure where to start. Also, I, we have two little ones, six and three. I've got a full-time job. I just don't know if I can find the time. I remember Vinny told us about the time when something happened to him as a child where an older boy took advantage of him. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've told that story. Tell me it again. Me uh, and Yuzek couldn't remember it. What? Yeah, we totally we, don't remember like, that I story. I have no idea. What really? Happened. Yes. Yeah. Well, are we going right. to finish this person's story? or All do right. you want to? But I, I want to hear that, too. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Uh, is that something that still bothers you, Vinny? Do you think it's something I should just try to forget? But I've been doing that for 20 years, and it's still in the back of my mind. Lately, when I see him, I feel disgusted. I know I can't tell my sister for sure. I guess I'm not sure what I want to happen. Any advice would be helpful. Thanks for reading. Don't say my name. Well, Who like, wants to start? Like right. Sarah said on the air, I think you said it, it. This is an easy one. Yes, go go see a shrink. Mm. Talk to someone about it. You you don't first sort it out there and then decide what to do once you've talked to someone. Because the thing is, it is an e- it, the easy answer is you do tell. No, the, that's not the easy answer. Well, it's just that, unfortunately, when you tell on a family, this is why this gets buried in families. Because people don't want to blow their family up. That, that's always been my biggest question. That's always, I've, I've never been through a situation like that, and I don't know anybody very close to me uh, that's been through something like that. But that has always been my biggest question. Why don't people just kind of put Tell about the uncle or the grandfather or the whatever. And I'm sure there's a legitimate reason. I just don't know what it is. I'll it's tell because you the legi- they don't want the family to the blow up. The family will fall apart. The family mm. falls apart. And all the relationships are destroyed. Right. So let me just say this to the woman. I'm not an expert, but I think uh, I'm going to give better advice than everybody. You're amazing. So, You're the best. What, like, even if you, like, told your sister and confronted your brother-in-law, like, will that give you the satisfaction? Will you, at the end, be like, oh, wow, what a wonderful relief off my shoulders? Because when you do that, a humongous, it's a domino effect. You're going to put so many things in motion that people are just not going to be able to recover from. And you're not going to be able to recover from either. So just balance out all the consequences of what you're about to do before you do anything. Be careful. Yeah, that's why I'm saying go talk to someone. Go to a shrink. I I hear you're busy, 
But if this is causing you sleeplessness, causing you to only think about that when you're with your family, if it's causing you this much distraction, it's worth the hour a week right. to go sort it out there first. Well, and if this person asks the right questions and, and is a professional and helps you decide whether this person may be a risk to the other family members or... that's my problem with that's it. That's the thing that you, you may have to consider, but that... That that is where you should sort that out. And it's just there. And just know this: it's very likely that when, like, let's just say you go down that road where you confront your brother-in-law and you tell your sister, and you, there's a huge chance where this guy's going to deny everything, and it's just going to oh, be your he'll word start against out his. By denying the here's here's the re, the reasons to do it are exactly what Vinny just said, <clears throat> because that is something that this kid did when he was 23 years old. It's not 20 years later. How many people has he done this to? Whose else's life will they will he be effing up yeah. with his actions? Is what about his own children? I mean, these are all these unknown things. And it's why people don't report because they don't want to blow up their their family. On the other hand, then all the other cousins are getting molested. Right. Like it's not okay to not say anything. But I, I I think Vinny has it right. You go to a therapist, you talk this whole thing out, and you either come up with a plan, maybe it is that you decide to do nothing, maybe you confront the guy and he apologizes and suddenly you feel better about everything and he... Well, you know... Or maybe not. Look, mo- more often than not, these things are patterns, right? Mm-hmm. So the, the fear is this is a pattern the guy has. But is it in some way possible that you being the sister of the person that he's in love with is is maybe led him to be to make of one foolish i don't know it sounds dumb coming out of my mouth it doesn't make sense that it well, would be the only time would it be nice if this was the one foolish but, thing that he but i do think that it, it what really needs to happen for you is you need to get yourself sorted out first yes. And then it's bothering you. Yeah, what, what deal about the with idea, the rest of it. What after about the that? idea of actually after she gets it sorted out, or maybe before she gets it sorted out, if she feels if she feels confident or she feels strong enough? What about the idea of actually confronting him on a personal on a one on one? That's level? what I do, and, and not making it about anybody else. Now I, do, I I'm, I'm not advocating for you know keeping a secret because yes, you're right, Sarah. He may be he may be doing this to other kids. He may may have done it to somebody else. She has kids now. I definitely understand the concern. But what about just confronting your brother-in-law one-on-one, pulling him off to the side and say, look, it's been 20-plus years, and I need you to know how I felt and what you, ma- what you made me go through over these last two decades. And I'm telling you this because I have to, get the- I have to heal myself, and also I need to let you know that I got my eye on you because I don't know if you've done this to other people in the past, and there's other kids in our circle but now. But I want you to know I'm still I, feeling the repercussions exactly. of what right. you did to me on one night exactly. 20 years ago. And I don't know exactly what the what the, the, the results of that are going to be, but it's one way in my mind, and again, this is coming from the, the, the mind of somebody who's never been through something this heavy, but in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, okay, this is one way for you to let out what you've been holding in for the last 20 plus years, and at the same time, kind of put the ball in his court and say, look, I'm not going to destroy our family, but I need you to know what you did to me because I need you to understand the impact if you are doing this to somebody else, the impact of what you're going to leave in their life for the rest of their life. All right, hold on. Hold on. That is a wonderful, idyllic scenario. I mean, we all love that idea. But first of all, that takes tremendous courage. Tremendous. Secondly, she has to figure out a way to make this happen where they're alone and no one else can see that. Those are two huge things. Thirdly, 
What if he says? I don't like the alone thing. Yeah. It's well, tough. well, how else are they gonna do it? They're gonna. I mean, it can't to be... take him up to a separate room at a party. I don't want her to meet don't him know. somewhere where he's gonna like. Now she's in trouble. No, listen. I don't like if that. It's, if it's anywhere without them being alone, somebody is gonna either overhear. It's not gonna. It's not gonna have the the effect that it needs to have. And then thirdly, what if he comes back and says? I don't know what you're talking about. You're crazy. I didn't do any of those things. He is going to come back with that. All right. Well, then, yeah, I mean, then I, that's that's I, not great advice. We would never want to say uh, anything that would put you at risk, but we've also probably seen too many movies. The guy's just going to deny it. Right. That's mm-hmm. what he he's going to do. It. He's not going to immediately rape you or latch onto your neck and choke you out. Right. It, it, most likely, he's just going to say, you're nuts. I never did that. Yeah, that never happened. And also, if you do do it in a one-on-one situation, the, the risk factor of doing it on, uh, in a one-on-one situation is that he can immediately deny it. And then from that point on, it's my word against yours. Because nobody else was around. And you didn't tell anybody. Exactly. And nobody else was around to feel the impact of letting it off your, you know, getting it off your chest and saying it for the first time in 20 plus years. Nobody was around. I understand that has a lot to do with it. Like the psyche of, um, of the family can be affected by that moment. Let me so tell you something else. I want to say something to you. Oh, my God. Everyone, let's hand the talking stick around. Right, right. Go ahead. All right, so do not do what Rudy says, and I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Well. Uh, if this completely backfires, which I'm going to say 50% chance it will. I mean, I'm going to say 75% chance it will. Uh, he, he might very well go to your sister and say, you are not going to believe what your sister just accused me of, and that will just yep. decimate your family. Do not do what Rudy said. All right, go over to you, Vinny. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us your thing. Well, it's not my thing. I wasn't hoping to tell the story. Don't I don't. Yeah, him. I don't know why this came up. So well, she brought it up in the thing, and you and I, I don't even were know both why like, she I don't remembers know. it. I, I know. How well, come we don't she remember it? it? I mean, it because she had this thing, I guess. So when I was a young kid, I want to. How how old are you when you're in third grade? Like eight. Okay, eight. When I was eight, I was already skateboarding a lot with a lot of older kids. So I was around punk rock and. Older kids and uh, the skate park and all that, um, and I and these kids are the kids in my neighborhood that I would hang out with too. So one of the guys that I looked up to was this kid named Mike. I won't say his last name because I, didn't, even though this is all true, I don't need no trouble. Uh, one of the things that happened, the first thing that happened was he had a pool, and it was me and a bunch of the older boys, and we were gonna skinny dip. You know, boys, it was just whatever. I just was like, okay. And I, so I strip my trunks off and everyone stops and is like, oh my God, I already had hair on my man area. Ah, there we go. In third grade. In third grade. And none of those dudes did. So they're a couple years older than you. So they're all looking at me like, what? Right. (laughs) The hell? And right. are you looking at them like, hey, what the hell? Uh, well, I, didn't, I honestly, the only reason I know that I had hair there at that age is because of this incident. Because mm-hmm. I, how would I, I didn't know there was anything right. to, I don't to remember stand out. coming in. Was it like yeah. a big bush on top? I don't your, remember. Your balls were just no, getting hairy? I don't, I, I don't have any recollection of why I looked different than they did. But that was the first thing that happened in relation to me being around other boys and my penis. Right. Right. So the next thing that happens is at this same dude's house, I don't know who used to do this, and this is not something I would advocate. I'm, I'm not trying to say you should do this or it's funny or it's fun. It's actually probably super dangerous. But we used to do this thing where you would hyperventilate 
and then you would take a breath, and someone would push on your neck, and you'd pass out. Mm-hmm. I've seen this. Yes. I do those still today. Right. What's that? I do those today still. Yeah, yeah those. don't do those, by yeah, the way. Like kids. You can actually, challenge. you can literally cause brain damage by doing that. Okay. It was a Facebook challenge not that long ago. It, really it was. was. It really was. Okay, so that's yeah. something kids don't do it. we did when we were little kids. So we were doing this at this dude's house, this Mike kid's house, and then he goes, I know another way to make you pass out. And I was like, okay. And he's like, you got to take your clothes off. And I'm all, okay. And I don't even know at this point. Is it just you and him at this point? Yes. And we're in his bedroom. So I take off my clothes. I lay down. And he starts running his hands around my body. And I'm going, I'm not passing out. (laughs) Right. I don't even feel like I'm going to pass out. I don't even know why. And it got, it was weird. It was that, this ain't right. Even in your little eight-year-old mind, you went, oh, yeah. this is, there's something going on here. Right. I don't know what it is. Yeah, but right. something is going on. So I got up and left. Yeah. And that was a dude that I looked up to and never got to be around him or talk to him again. I didn't go home and tell anybody, and it doesn't trouble me today. Mm. It's not, the truth is, nothing happened. Right. Nothing happened. It's, it's, and you extricated yourself. Yeah. And you know what? In some ways, well, this was incredibly inappropriate what he did. You got yourself out of that situation. Girl right. who wrote in. I'm getting back to her, right. kind of. Uh, so, and, you know, that's not something that's not on your mind, but you don't feel like it's changed your, your no, perspective. No, and I don't. I do think, too, that, you know, at that age, whether or not this was a kid that was gay and struggling with his sexuality or someone who was going to go on to molest other little kids. I don't know what that dude's deal How was. How much older would you say Yeah, that was, was my question. Uh, I'd say he was three to four years older than me. So he was about seventh grade. Sixth or seventh yeah. grade. Right. So it's possible that this was just him, you know, I, oh. I'm into this kid and I like him and, right. and but it's didn't also, really know. It's also high. possible that he was in puberty and just having mm-hmm. who, whatever. Right. Yeah. Whatever kind of things. I mean, there's no doubt that, uh, and we talked about this the other day, uh, parents should be talking to their kids about all the stuff and things they're feeling and experiences they're having so they don't make uh, mistakes on other humans and learning from those mistakes, so to speak, while someone else is being crushed by right, that. suffering exactly. the rest of their life right. because of something that you did. So you I know, I think things need to be spelled out to kids, and you should say the uncomfortable things to your kids. You know, things you you're not even talking about them, but you're in the car and you go, "Hey, by the way, when you take selfies, you know, here are the rules. Yeah. Right, if you're taking naked pictures, eight year olds, don't do more that. Awkward a. situations would be would be helpful. I right, think. Yeah. I you know, you know, that's your job as a parent. Tell them that touching other people and and being in their space that's not okay. Yeah. And if someone touches you and is in your space, also not okay. And if they say, if I said to my kids when they were from the time they were very little, if anyone ever tells you not to tell me something, that's the thing you need to tell me. Right. I'll protect you no matter what. If someone threatens you, threatens to kill anybody, threatens you with violence or anyone in the family with violence, I mean, I said it. And I think that sometimes a kid who hasn't heard that goes, oh, my God, they might hurt my mommy and daddy. Right. Like, if you say, that's the stuff you have to tell me. I mean, they never had anything to report. You know, Vinny, like the, the I one, know of. I'm, I'm listening to your story and I'm thinking to myself, you know, there's like this. And you, you say, obviously, like it doesn't bother you or, or it's not something that you're dealing with. But you remember the story. And 
my thing is when I hear stories like that, I can't help but think that even though some kids may not have been spoken to by their parents or maybe a third grader or a fourth grader who doesn't really know what's going on in that moment, I still think that there's some sort of instinct that we have, that we feel when something is out of... He out of, knew. Yeah, he knew. Mm-hmm. He, he understood. Even well, nobody guys, it, I didn't pass knew. out. I was supposed to... I mean, it was pretty black and white. Like, you didn't know what you knew, but you knew yeah, something no, was wrong. Yeah, no, that situation was wrong. And this is a kid, I'm telling you, I like that kid. Yep. I looked yeah. up to him. We listened to punk rock records together. He was a good skateboarder. You know, when we'd go to... when I At that age, I looked up to the older kids because right. they could do stuff that I couldn't Do yet. you look back on that kid in particular and feel groomed? Like he was getting you to a point where we're going to skinny dip. Oh, we're going to do oh, this. Oh, no, I don't that. think so. I think this was... Uh, because you were a yeah, I think kid. it was. I well, I just don't think it was that. Okay, I th- I think that we just lived in a. You just play. You're a kid. You play. You I mean you have no job. Yeah. So you play all the time. Just living life. And you know, I mean, I don't, I don't think that was the case, but, and I and I don't want to minimize what happened to her no, if it's not. huge to her, but to me. Yeah, that sucked because I liked that kid and was was well. You got to cut him out of him. your life, or of he course. cut you out, whatever the case may be. She sees this dude on a regular basis, right. and, and that's husband. I think that's why seeing a shrink will help you sort out whether yep. the the victimization isn't about the physical act that happened to you in particular, because nothing really happened to you. You walked away from it. Mm-hmm. It's the now you're carried with a burden that this person has done something. They crossed a line. And they're still in your life, and they might have kids of their own, and you might be worried they're turning their attentions that, 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 elsewhere. It, it could go further. They right. could progress with their actions. Well, and it's it's also, I think there's an element of knowing that somebody that I trusted actually had malicious intent for me. You know, and you have to wonder, because even though nothing, you know, and I'm doing air quotes, nothing happened, um, you still walk away from that situation the saying The person yourself, wanted something to wanted, happen. They wanted something to happen, and I trusted that person, and I think that that's probably where a lot of the pain comes from, is the fact that somebody uh, broke your trust. Somebody that you actually trusted made you feel vulnerable, and what is it that they actually wanted to do? Yeah, I got away, or mm-hmm. nothing actually didn't progress, but it, it, it must feel terrible to know that somebody you trust had a malicious intent. And I think that that everybody has a story like this and it really is the individual person and how they how they've reacted to it because there's definitely stuff that I'm like I even at the time you know you get that feeling you're like oh god there's something there's something wrong here and it's all about how your own brain processes it and whether whether or not it becomes a thing you can't live with and yeah. and it sounds like you know you're writing to us it might be time to go talk to someone. Right. It's Just to weird sort it out. that uh, this comes up quite a bit, especially among people who suffer from addiction or whatever ism. Uh, we will go to the doctor to get something fixed. You know, an arm injury or mm-hmm. whatever. But for our mental health, we just seem to think that I'll we figure it out. We can't go. Oh, oh. I don't have time for that because yeah. that injury isn't showing or pressing in a way that uh, a broken arm would be. Right, right, right. right. But you should go get help. Because yep. we focus so much on the exterior. 
Yep. You know, we don't focus enough on the on the interior. And, you know, to this woman who, who wrote in, I mean, I, I would definitely I would definitely say that, you know, going to speak to somebody who's there professionally to listen to you, to, to help you get these things off your chest. I don't know what the result is and what the proper path is, but I do feel like you can't go wrong with expressing how you feel to somebody who's there. It feels to really to good you. to tell someone, you know, somebody who's there to listen to you, somebody who's there with confidentiality. You don't have to worry about somebody you can trust, I guess is what what I'm saying go to you can go to somebody you can trust get it off your chest I think that would be the first step in the right direction after that each mind is its own universe so I, I don't know exactly where that route is going to take you but definitely get it off your chest because yep. you deserve it you don't deserve to feel like you're just carrying around this secret and it's pressing you down and you have to see this person all the time you don't deserve that you, yeah. you deserve step one go, go I always talk to someone. I always I think agree. about it like like living with ghosts you know like and I remember seeing a, a dude I talked to but actually before I came back here and the dude was I talked to him and I expressed all of the things that had happened and what might my, my my motives might be and how I wanted to face the mistakes I'd made and and he was definitely like, yeah, dude, I don't see any ghosts in you. You look good. You're good. You're okay. And, but those ghosts are the things you're carrying around, the right. things that make you look away from someone. You know? Definitely. At the dinner table, this person, that's a ghost you're carrying. Mm -hmm. And you want to sort of exercise those things, even if it's only for your own. You may not be able to rescue the people that he potentially or maybe right. he never has none of that is really the first issue the first right. issue you is are the first yeah issue. you need to straighten yourself out so you are good and then from there, maybe you can do something with him. Most definitely. Anybody else want to throw in? I feel in? like we've done enough secret shows for the rest of the year. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that was all really good advice. It's heavy, though. Yeah, I know. Super heavy. I think I'm 100% right. Nobody write in to disagree with me. Are you eating a bagel <laughs> right, right now? Yeah, what are you eating? Something. What, what is Brynn eating? What is Brynn yeah, eating? Right oh, man, I'm not here. God. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> well, you were right, though. That definitely was a doozy. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, okay. thanks for listening, everybody. Send uh, any bad advices to Sarah or Vinny at RadioLS.com. And uh, we'll see you on, what is today? Oh, it's today Thursday? We'll see you next, next Tuesday. Week. Yeah, Bye. see you on Tuesday. Bye. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Alice at 97.3's Sarah and Vinny.